Five Breakfast Catch up It's Ron from Becky Hill Always a stressful name when you're from Cape Town Becky Hill And Galantis on Five Breakfast Top of Aloy, it's a Friday When we have a special guest in studio What do we play? So generally we ask them to do something very kind of gross okay um but it's all it's all in the name of fun okay what is it so you need to take your index finger and stick it up your nose like a covid test Uh. and you have to as far as it can go as far like we need to almost see your eyeballs turn red and we have a leaderboard Yes. Your hammy, you can really oh, put it wow. in there. No, that's not actually what that we're doing. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. I, I, I am. You're actually doing it? If anyone's, if anyone's genuinely surprised by how far up it is, yeah. Molly, I'm seeing you looking at me, and Molly especially, yeah. it is a bit of a trick to it. It's not in at all. I don't have the rest of this finger. Yeah. So. Oh. oh. Okay, so, yeah, that was a bit of a thing. We don't do that. We play the big guest intro. All right, I've, five I've, of them, jazz band. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> An icon of stage, I'm gonna say stage, and screen and on air. A genuine bona fide national treasure leading us every afternoon on five. Quite literally the greatest storyteller of South Africa's food in the world. Please give it up for the sensation that's been sweeping the nation for more than 10 years, Nicholas Hammond! I was going to say, I don't think, because I've listened to a lot of these, and I don't think you would have asked Musi Maimani to put anything up any orifice. So, like, <laughs> I could tell it was a goof. Hammy, my boy, thank you so much for coming in. We appreciate you. Friday nice and early. How are you doing? Good. I, well, nervous about this because I've acknowledged the fact myself and Dan have known each other for really long. Yeah, yeah. And we both enjoy talking and telling stories. And so when we get together, it's like a podcast. We just speak for hours and hours and hours. So I've been racking my brain all week as to what on earth I could possibly say that I haven't said to Dan at some point. Yeah, so Hammy's here for Pants on Fire and I love this too because we all know and love Hammy so much and I've been listening to him be rocking an epic on fire for a long time and so uh, we should be able to tell if he's lying or not but maybe he will pull the wool over our eyes. But first, you know what I want to do? Because you, you like, you know, when, when you are a host of a show, you never get to do this. I just want to interview you like you're a guest. Go ahead. Is that cool? I'm so bad at this because <laughs> I overthink everything and I end up not actually answering the question at all. But uh, let's give it a try. Huh? Okay, so Nick Hammond, you've absolutely popped off lately in a way that you've not popped off before, or at least on an avenue you haven't, because you tour the country and it's not just food influencer stuff. It's not just food reviews. You do the most incredible, like, mini documentary, bona fide investigations into amazing food and not just the Lani Rich stuff you see on I, I don't know what used to be top billing like incredible <laughs> stories like you were in the Cape Flats last week you were in Soweto yes. a few days ago yes, and you've become this icon millions of people watch your food reviews tell me where it comes from why you love doing it so much and why you are enjoying it this much it's the exact same thing that I like doing with the heritage tours on five or the Africa tours or the trips to Antarctica it's the idea that I think people should explore their world and I think in South Africa we're in a very unique position that you don't need an, a part passport to travel because we still live in a world where most South Africans don't leave where they're from some people are afraid they think that they can't other people just don't want to but if you I mean if you live in Gauteng there is such a vast amount of different cultural spaces you can go to that are just as interesting as like having left the country you can eat people's food you can learn people's language you can meet people from different cultures and to me that's really exciting and enriching I think that 
travel is fatal to bigotry. I think that food is really delicious. And I think the combination of putting all of these things into one little story works really well. The biggest difference for me is that I've been doing this for so long. I just never like- In your life. Found the way, in, in, in the real world. Yeah, I never like found the way to put it through the lens of social media. So for example, um, there's an area that I really like going to called Fordsburg. And myself and Dan have gone to Fordsburg many times. I was literally about to say this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've eaten there and I, you know, I, I've known the place and I've known the area really well, but the area hasn't known me. Sure. So Fordsburg is, I mean, I could I couldn't condense its whole history into into the next like ten seconds, but basically it's a melting pot. There's a lot of different communities that live there, uh, Indian, South African communities. There are a lot of people that came from different parts of the Arabic world, especially post ninety four. That all kind of live here, and so there's Jordanian people, and there are people from Syria, and there Lebanese. are people, there are lots wow. of Lebanese people, and there are lots of people from from India, Pakistan, etc. And and all when they come, they bring with them the understandings of food, and a lot of them open restaurants and textile shops and things like that. Anyway, I've been going there for years, but now. Now it's a different I, 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 I like walk through the streets and get shouted at and whistled at <laughs> and you know, please come to my re- no like no, not in a creepy way like in a nice way but this is just amazing because you do a lot of the process and a lot of the story behind establishments and why they matter to the community which I think is really special it's not just look at this food uh, and what I've enjoyed so much about it genuinely is that I think that there's this misconception that like that like you need to go to a Michelin star restaurant to have an incredible food experience or spend an enormous amount of money but what you've just said is no like if you go into any and all kinds of communities for very reasonable rates food that is being bought by people in those communities where maybe there's not that much money there's amazing food to be had and different ways to experience it like like you went to one place i can't remember if it was in the cape flats where it was largely just somebody's home and plastic seats on the side of the road or no it was some kind of balcony rooftop and it oh, just yes. was great and there was no fine dining, dining white linen it was delicious food and i found that so special talking about yeovil I, I think you remember. might be. I see there's, so many of your things. <laughs> so there's in in Yeovil, which is uh, adjacent to the CBD of Johannesburg. Yeah. There's this guy called Sanzo, who's like a legend in his own right. I mean, he was on radio back in the day um, when there was a, a I won't say the competitor radio station, but there was a time that they were like the pulse, and um, and and he was like the philosophical dude on there. And anyway, so he's got a dinner club and he runs it. People come from all over the world to taste African fusion food. Wow! So he'll take like uh, you know in and mix it with jollof and then he'll like create this new thing that uses South African spices and Egyptian and it's it's wonderful but yes very sort of humble and side of the road kind of thing so what do you want to do next with this man you've you like like two and a half million people watch your stuff no no it's it's crazy like Um, where's this going well what I can say is so and I think this is fine to say I've 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 been approached to do uh, to do a TV show with this and so what what yeah 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 it's incredible so so that's and, and and what we want to do in a nutshell is present South Africa in a really sexy way because I mean it's like the, I don't think and I could be wrong but I don't think that there's been a like a really well produced like beautiful cinematography really good narration re- like presentation of South Africa that I can think of that like would rival the kind of things that you would see on, on Nat Geo or CNN or whatever totally. and I kind of feel like and, and if there has been it hasn't been made by South Africans so I sort of feel that there's an idea to do that and then the other concept is the idea that like culture moves in you no matter what like really quickly uh, I think about how um in Mauritius, a lot of the, the Indian community that lived there came as, as, as indentured laborers. Right. So they came without the ability to take much of themselves with. It's like the clothes on your back kind of thing. But if you go to modern day Mauritius and you go beyond the postcard, you see 
the, the, the cultural representation. So religious festivals exist there. Buildings that, that represent what was in India when they came are now there. Um, food is now there. And so it's like a really interesting concept that like all of that travels inside a person's mind because they obviously came slowly climbed the economic ladder and then once they had the means to they brought all these things back so that to me is fascinating it's like how did we get to places how did we bring our culture with us and that's the kind of thing that I want to put the spotlight on I cannot wait to see all of this but I also can't wait to see if Hamid's about to tell us a lie because we all know him very well and he's told all the stories Pants on Fire is next such a treat to interview you alright Pants on Fire Liar Liar Pants on Fire Celebrity Truth or Liar Fridays on Five Breakfast. I'm so excited for this because we all know him very, very well. Nick Hammond is in the hot seat. He's going to tell us a story from his life. The thing is, I'm pretty sure that he's got a ton of stories that even I haven't heard. And we do, like, just just so you understand, when Hammy and I get together, we start talking. And then about six hours <laughs> later, we're like, do you want to get food? Like, it's true. <laughs> it's very true. So, so I am weirdly, though, confident that there's a lot of things you haven't told me, even in this friendship that we've had but there's a lot of things you've said on air over the years that people would have heard so you're going to tell us a story now and our job you in the car and us in the studio is to figure out is if whether you're telling a truth or a lie over to you so i think because i really did think about this i think that this is a story that intersects the truth of me never having said it to dan okay and me never having said it on air probably because and i had this realization in the shower this morning when i finally landed on this story because there was a couple you know in the editorial room of my brain <laughs> um probably because I I, I I i was either maybe embarrassed by this or i <laughs> i thought that uh speaking about it publicly maybe is not the smartest idea okay great That's so good. so the 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 compulsion to be good at this game <laughs> is overruling your overrode yeah overruling your shame <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so so the uh, in a sentence story is i have been detained c- naked completely naked that's the uh that's the in a sentence thing i d- do i do i unpeel the now, layers well, now un- or? unpeel the layers yeah. on the unpeeling of your clothing and the wow. yes okay <laughs> so that's the that's the fact and then the story behind that is uh-huh. um I would have been about 18 years old at the time. What? This was in the Western Cape. Um, I was involved in a music festival. And toward the end of the night, Weird. when okay. everybody else had gone to bed, a couple of us decided that we would go streaking. Um, and <laughs> the area that this is in is pretty like, there's not a lot. It's a, it, you know There is a town, but it's like in the distance. And oh, you weren't even in the town. No, no, no. Like adjacent to nearby. The idea was like to, you know, run one wild and naked through nature, basically. Ah. Uh, Didn't go that way, unfortunately. At some point, um, lights flashed. What? In uh, in the middle of nature? Well, well, I've got to... So think of like a small town. Think of like a small Western Cape Town. Mm. Uh, Think about how you're on the coast. Think about how... Again, there is a settlement, there's a community there which has all the makings, you know, classic old Western Cape Town, there's a there's a church on uh-huh. Church Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple shops, <laughs> you know, there's there's a school. Okay. But there's also the kind of behind that where people stay mostly on plots. It's like that right. sort of thing. The reason I, I don't know if this is this is enough to, too much to say now whatever but the the reason that this happened is because i had no idea that this place also happens to be a training center for law enforcement <laughs> oh? the area what which is then why there was this presence that we didn't think would exist okay. and so at some point the lights flash okay. and i get stopped and immediately sort of cover myself up to look some attempt decent with my hands 
and begin to get asked the questions of what the hell are you doing at this hour in, in a you know out in the open completely naked okay the best thing I could think to do was to say that I was looking for the bathroom <laughs> and I think a combination of just like pity and yeah. and apathy okay. eventually resulted in me being let go okay but you were detained yeah wild okay a okay. couple of things off the top of my head one Nick had a great music career. I think that you were a drummer who was, who was in the South African Youth Jazz Band or something. So I, I've played the drums for many years and was involved in the Gramstown. Uh, you're referring to the, the, the Standard Bank um, yes. Youth Jazz Festival. So it is plausible that there. he was at a music festival, but even just as a Kaira who was just joining the festival. Mm-hmm. Secondly, there are genuinely tiny towns in the Western Cape that are, are like run like because it's the, the police academy or the nursing academy. So those two things check out. Polizondo, do you have any fra- who? Um, I don't understand why you were the only person that was detained. Mm. Be- okay, so because there were, it wasn't just me, there was three of us at the time. Oh, now all of a sudden there's three. Hang on. Oh my word. Okay. okay. <laughs> Let me just no, think, I was just to the Let guests. Just, no, no, no. <laughs> I, just, I, I need to understand the story. You know. Let me just think this through. Okay, so there were there were there were three of us, but I think it was one of those kind of like. You know how, let's picture there are three of you and you're standing on the edge of like a big rock and you're going to jump off into the water and you go three, two, one, but then it turns out you're the only one who jumps. Mm. It was sort of one of those scenarios. Okay, so so I, went running. I was out the gate and the two other people kind of pulled back at some point. It was well, running what? with reckless abandon. Abandoned. What town is this? Uh, it's in the Fuluren play in the Western Cape. What's the sound? No, name? but they don't just have a training about statutes center of limitations. So <laughs> it's uh, a oh, yeah, you don't want to mention the exact scene of the crime. Yeah, if I if I can okay. help it, I'd rather. Okay, Tabo okay. question. Okay, wait. So they arrest you. They didn't like. They didn't give you, I wasn't arrested. Okay. I was. Oh, you were detained, and they so didn't give held. you. Any, okay, so they didn't give you. Okay, nothing to like maybe cover yeah. yourself up because I mean it is kind of public indecency. Well, I think that would have yeah that would have been probably the reason for stopping. Give him you. a t- give him a towel. Okay, nothing like that. Nah, okay, it does sound like a Western Cape story, you know, something to talk about at a bry. Do you believe him or not? Is it true? Yeah, I believe him. Okay, Mudley? I believe it could be possible, because um, you also come from Stellenbosch, and we had quite wild Do these things, student yeah. days, but there's just a few things that doesn't check out. You think so, he's lying? Uh, yeah. Holly? Oh, it's definitely a lie. You the way he started things off, you know? <laughs> oh, I need to put this into context. He's a storyteller. Yeah, yeah. I was in the shower when I thought, ah! Yeah. It did not happen, Hammy. It did not happen. Too much unnecessary <laughs> information. He's a storyteller. All right, let's see. Let me know on the WhatsApp line. Do you think Nick Hammond uh, got arrested at the age of 18 for running uh, naked through a small town in the Western Cape? Pants on fire. Liar, liar. Pants on fire. Celebrity, Nick Hammond is here. Before we get to all of your voice notes about whether or not you think Nick is telling the truth, please, Nick, will you repeat for us the story that you've spun and and then we're going to find out after the voice notes whether you're telling the truth or a lie. In a nutshell, I was doing a music festival in a small western Cape town. Afterwards, myself and two friends decided that we were going to go streaking Mm -hmm. uh, because basically just running through the wild in nature. We didn't know that it was a uh, training academy for law enforcement. And so after I had left out the gate quicker than the two friends, uh, I was stopped, detained, asked a bunch of questions while completely naked, and then eventually just sort of said, like, we feel sorry for you, please just get out of here. Yo, they caught you quickly, eh? It's like mm. they're standing outside. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for you. <laughs> All right, let's hear what the people have to say. Here's James. Good morning, team. Hammond. Yeah, I don't know if I have mug written on my forehead, but <laughs> I believe him. I believe him. All right, that's interesting. Here's Luke. I think he did run naked. 
that probably weren't wasn't caught. You know, you look. You're not the only person to say that. There's just something about Hammy that he's uh, he's elusive. He's a slippery slippery fish. I'm like a six foot. How's it five? So I've been <laughs> to many festivals. Actually, on my way to one. Right. Oh lol. Go for and you. my whole thing with this situation is, I believe that he went streaking. I just don't believe he got arrested. Okay. It's a festival. If people were getting arrested at festivals, they'd be getting arrested for a lot worse. Yeah, but he did say that he went to a festival, but then was running through the town. Okay, so, Hammy, a lot of people think that you're lying. They think that you've twisted the truth. Uh, the whole team thinks that you're lying. I also am going to say that I think that you're lying. Uh, I, I seem to remember you telling me a story probably like eight years ago when we were talking about university experiences. I was talking about Rhodes. You were talking about Stellenbosch where you were about like there was this kind of like uh, O-week student prank thing where the boys would at midnight on a particular night run, run naked That's very, very down a street in Stellies. Uh -huh. And I seem to remember uh, that, that you at the very least did that but you weren't detained. So I think this story might have a little truth in it but it is fundamentally a lie. So, Nicholas Hammond, the nation is waiting with bated breath. In fact, some of them have been waiting for so long that they're experiencing <sighs> breathing difficulties. Very stressed, Nick. I know. So, what I think is relevant to say is that this was a very long time ago, and whatever I may or may not have needed to do to, uh, you know, process and get past and, and, and not have this be a, a, a thing. <laughs> Uh, this story is true. What? what? <laughs> no way! <laughs> yes, yeah, it's true. Damn! Oh, no! That's what, amazing, what, I love it. What I did oversell is the detain side of things, okay. to the extent that, like, I, I wasn't formally anything. Yes, but you were stopped by the police. I was, yes, but off-duty, and, <laughs> and the guy, the guy was just like, dude, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> th th this is, you know, you, and, and we were outside the town, so it okay. still could have very much been argued was like, you know, in a, in a rural farm area. Okay. Um, Can you now tell us the town or is that an off-air chat? I, I just, I'm okay. just rather going to so leave curious. that out okay. <laughs> of anything Fair public. Enough. Oh my but yeah, goodness. never officially in trouble for anything, but Amazing. was 100% naked uh, out in the the middle of nowhere sure. at two in the morning. Incredible. Nick Hammond returns to the radio this afternoon from 3 p.m. on the 5 Drive. Thank you so much for coming in, brother. Thanks we for having me, you. guys. I really appreciate it. Whoa, what a treat. Your voice. Your vibe. Only on South Africa's most amplified station. Vibe. FM. Catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Breakfast by going to 5FM's Catch-Up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.